When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. These are the Keishi Tapes. You, Man, and Favaz explore the backstories and interviews heard on Keishi, the longest-running rock station in the country. Welcome to Keishi Tapes. This is episode 105. I'm John Eula with the mighty Favaz, and today's interview is an interview that Favaz did with Hulk Hogan. The Hulkster. Hulkamania is running wild, John. Look out. That's It almost hit you in the head. Oh, my gosh. I'll duck. All right. Um, I don't remember why he was calling. Or no, he was in the studio. I don't remember why he was there. Mm-hmm. Um, Did he, he come was, with a big entourage? I think he had one person with him, at least. Um, it was a thrill. I remember a lot of people wanting a, a picture with him. Uh, I got one with him, for sure. And he was a really, really nice guy. I don't remember why he was in, though. And I'm sure we talk about it. But, uh, uh, I mean, it was a big deal meeting Hulk Hogan. Absolutely, you know? yeah. yeah. The guy's a superstar beyond Absolutely. belief. If you're somebody who's not into wrestling, you still know the name. Yeah. You know, at very minimum. Yeah. I think we talk about that early on, too. Oh, so, really? Yeah. All right. Well, here we go. This is Favaz with Hulk Hogan. It's a quite a, what, 15-minute interview? It's a 15-minute. Yeah. It's Casey 95, Real Rock Radio. It's Led Zeppelin A to Z today. Hulk Hogan is here on LZ A to Z. Hulkamania is running wild. Brother, 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 KC95. I feel like I'm alive, (laughs) man. I got to do my Hulk Hogan thing for a minute. What you don't realize, big brother, is this town. You're you're in a place that made history because back in the day before Hulkamania was born, when I was a little teeny Hulkster brother, Mm -hmm. wrestling was territorial. They had Florida wrestling and Georgia wrestling and... Canadian wrestling and California wrestling and all the greatest wrestlers once every two or three months would come and they would converge the body, mind, the spirit and soul and they would land in the chase. That's right. The chase hotel and they would wrestle and tear it down and once they tore the walls down there (laughs) then they ended up at the Keel Auditorium. You know and then they ended up at another. They never really tear it. Well I guess they did kind of. Well I think he was just speaking yeah. sarcastically yeah. but uh yeah i think i remember seeing him at keel too yeah yeah big building the checker dome or something but this is wrestling history okay that's it for hulk Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> anyway i had to get that out of my system brother hey, but it's great to be here man good to have you here and uh you're well we'll just touch why you're here but then i really want but you gotta realize hulk hogan and jimmy hart jimmy my hart manager is here we're you still alive Jimmy yeah. Hart was yeah, there. Jimmy wow. Hart. Yeah, now I kind of remember. Well, Jimmy Hart, wasn't he a wrestler too? I don't know if he was a wrestler. I didn't even a, know if he's dead. I thought he I might have, have been look a, him up. Might have been a wrestler. I don't know. Turn manager. I don't, I don't know. know. Sometimes uh, just by name, I'll get Hulk Hogan mixed up with Rick Nature Boy. <laughs> Rick Flair. Yeah, Rick Flair. Uh, they have similar speaking voices. <laughs> Don't all the wrestlers have sim- similar yeah, speaking voices? They all do voices? that. They all do that crap. Well, but I mean, they kind of talk with a roughness. Uh, Jimmy Hart says American composer. Why professional manager? Da, 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 da. He hmm. is uh, no, he is alive. He is seventy-seven years old. Be but he wasn't a wrestler. 
Well, it says uh, professional wrestling manager, executive composer, and musician. No, oh. oh, I don't want to hear any of that. <laughs> We're still alive, man. Yeah. I, when he said Jimmy Hart, I was like, I couldn't remember. And then as soon as you walked in, I was like, oh, my oh, God. Oh, you thought he was dead, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> I actually did. Uh-huh. Awesome. Yes, Hulk. We just thought he was now. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> so uh, this TNA Lockdown 2010 is going to happen April 18th at a, at a venue you've never been to, uh, Hulkster. Yeah, it's the Family the Center, fam- right? The Family the fam- Arena family in St. Arena. Charles. And tickets will go on sale tomorrow morning at 10. And you know, every I'm, match... I'm kind of torn, brother, you know, because yeah. this lockdown... Every match in a steel cage. Yeah. Barbaric beyond belief. Yeah, it is the family center. <laughs> I like it. Let's go with it, right, Jimmy Hart? It's beautiful. Expose the kids to the uh, horrendous nature of family of center. Family, he's yeah. calling his family arena. Yep. Oh. oh, what's that? Oh, my email. That's your email. How do you close that? I didn't, even, I didn't even open it. I didn't open my email. Now it's opening. Well, no, don't yeah, click on close it. Close it. Close it. Uh. Back to the interview. Here we go. No, that's cool, man. This is a, a one of the crazy pay-per-views that TNA has. You know, I'm kind of torn between every match being in a steel cage. I wouldn't have ran down that road, but since it works so well, <laughs> I'm on the team because TNA is innovative, man. They've got all kind of new stuff going on. Wait, you know, now, TNA, what was that? Uh, that was uh, that was another wrestling league, per se. Uh, it was it was different than the WWE, oh. which is popular right so now. A different phony wrestling yeah. league. Oh. <laughs> I know a couple things about this wrestling business, you know, but they've got this edge going. They've got the talent. They've got the momentum. And that's one of the reasons I came here, because TNA is kind of like where the future of this business is going. Is TNA still around? I haven't heard about them in a while. Yeah, no. I mean, you don't hear anything at all. It's, no. it's got to be all WWE anymore. Yeah, pretty Who much. Else? Is there a competitive league out there? I don't know, John. I don't. I don't. We need a I damn don't follow wrestling. We need a damn wrestling expert with us. We Wait, need so. Patrico for oh. the point. He so. is a wrestling nut. Hmm. You want to pause and go ask? Him? <laughs> be here in Good. St. Louis to have my first pay per view on the road. Be locked down and be in here. I might just have to climb one of those cages, brother. Hey, let you me know. ask you something. Did you come up with the name TNA? No, I, I just went to work there a few months ago. Really? Oh, yeah, okay. they've been around for a few years, right. five or six years now. But and they they were like the little engine that could, and they were an upstart company that just their whole foundation was wrestling. It wasn't entertainment. And they kind of fought their way up, and they've hung in there. And because uh, Dixie Carter and her dad have been so dedicated to stick with TNA through the Dixie Carter. Dixie Carter. That sounds oh. like a country artist. Yeah. Highs and lows, and now that Spike TV understands what a great product they produce, that name's been around for a while. It's total nonstop action, so get your mind out of the well, gutter. But I'm just saying it. <laughs> get it's your hard. mind out of the gutter. It's hard not to think of TNA when you hear TNA. It says TNA was yeah. a professional wrestling tag team in the World Wrestling Federation. Oh, no. Uh, TNA wrestling. Yeah. That's with uh, Ted DiBiase and... Uh, Ted DiBiase, I remember, remember him. Remember yeah. him? Yeah. I don't know. Let me uh, continue, please. Yeah. Works very well, don't it's you It's great. I love it. And uh, we've got an edge, man. That's what's so different about our company. And and what's so cool is now that I'm running the show, brother, mm-hmm. and I, I can put life into all these characters that are just getting ready to around third base. I know how to shove them around the corner. And the fact that on March 8th, we're going live on Mondays, every single Monday, it's kind of like history repeating itself, except we're going to make history because, you know, we banged up the WWE the last time I did this when I worked with Ted Turner. Mm-hmm. We 
spanked him for two and a half years, brother. And this is not going to be history repeating itself. TNA is going to raise the bar for wrestling should go. And I predict Mondays are going to be dominated by TNA. Although right now we think they're out of business. But. I, I, I don't think it's being dominated by <laughs> TNA. We're going to fight every week. Hey, there, get him. Get him. Hey, hold on. Hold on. Hurry. Hey. Patrico. Tony. Here, oh boy. Oh boy. Tony Patrico. No, we're, we're doing Hulk Hogan. My interview with Hulk Hogan. Oh, that nice. I did. Yeah, yeah. So he talks about TNA wrestling. Is TNA because he was promoting TNA at the time? That's why he was there. Is TNA still around? Uh, it is. It is around in some fashion. TNA turned into Impact Wrestling, oh. so it is around. Kind of like a minor league, I guess you could say. I so, mean, like, so it's not dominating as Hulk predicts in this. No, no. Here, it fell not... off very quickly, very oh. quickly, and financially is is kind of why it, it failed. Uh, they put a lot of money up front, got a lot of big names, yeah. and as soon as those big names got older and retired, they had nobody to support it, so it kind of oh. went away really quickly. Wow. Just like, I guess, Hulk Hogan has himself kind of gone away, isn't he? I mean, you got he's, it. He's you not, got it. Yeah. Hmm. I told you he would know. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. mentioned you like two minutes ago, and you just walked by. All right, see ya. Okay. All right. Woo! See? <laughs> We're like the little engine that could, and we're fighting the monster. And every week, we're going to keep fighting and fighting and fighting until we chop it down. Is it, is that, okay, it didn't work out that yeah, way. Yeah, It'll yeah, be yeah. on Spike. Is that what you yes, said? Yes, sir. Spike Network. Spike. Monday night started March 8th. We've got a couple Thursdays to go. Jimmy, my hotel room better have Spike TV tonight, or there's going to be a serious problem, because the show's on tonight. You know what? You better believe it. We're going to check into it, it right is, now. Jimmy. Gonna... Jimmy Hart. Jimmy Hart. And Chris, I'm having JB. JB, if I got Spike TV in my, we're gonna make it happen. All right, awesome, awesome. That went awesome, awesome, awesome. Who the hell is that? Speaks people jump. Brother, I can't miss Spike TV tonight. No. I mean, I'll go to all the local bars in town and find it if I have to. Who, but anyway, who? tonight we're on Thursday, next Thursday we're on, and then after that, brother, it's Monday nights, March 8th, and, and we're, we're coming. We're going to take over the world. Who's going to ever establish what year this was? We haven't yet. Oh. At this, uh, at the one at the family arena in St. Well, Charles, we're going to have all the huge stars. I'm going to be there. Yeah. You know, I'm going to be there like the sheriff, you know, the watching what's going on. Rook Flair is going to be there, AJ Styles, Samoan Joe, uh, one of my favorite wrestlers. The Pope is going to be there. He's, he's our next superstar. The Pope? Who? Who knew the Pope was a wrestler? I am shocked that, at that, you man. That's amazing. I guess he brings the uh, the hosts with him and the, the chalice. Brings the and, holy water, throws it in their eyes, and, yeah, and, says and stomps quick, their head. Says a quick mass and then kicks some ass. <laughs> this is my man. Uh, of course, Flair, AJ Styles, Simone Joe, Mick Foley, Kurt Angle. The Olympic champion. Uh, we've got a, a, a huge roster of stars there. We've got some knockout champion girls that are going to be there. You know, we got. Uh, Surprises. Uh, yeah, well, wait, we can't tell him that yet. But that's cool. It's going to be huge, brother. Tomorrow. Jimmy Hart sounds like a little, uh, yeah. A little runt. <laughs> yeah, running around in the background. Hey, don't forget to tell him, hey, this. Hey, 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 what's well, going on, Hulk? <laughs> don't forget, he was a manager type. So. <laughs> 10 a.m., they go on sale. Once again, the uh, date is April 18th. Yes, sir. At the uh, family arena. Nice, wholesome family action. I like it, brother. Can you hang for a minute? Can I take a break? Yeah, I'm good, man. I'm good. All right. We're going to take a quick... I'm going to take so much Hulk at one time, Hulk. You understand yeah, that. There's a lot to talk to him about. Single. I ain't got nobody telling me what to do anymore, brother. But hey, I'm but, single, dude. But you have such a history. Oh, with... he's single, but he's going to get caught oh, up in some marital yeah. stuff in the future. Yeah. St. Louis, I just want to throw some stuff out at brother, you. Brother, throw before. whatever you got. All right. I'm used to dodging fastballs. All right. The Hulkster is here. More with Hulk Hogan in just a second. Did he, did he set a record calling you brother in the shortest amount of time? I don't know. That's fine. Oh. Whatever Hulk wants to call me. Could have okay. soda. 
Realtor. Text keyword SPRING to 40951 right now, and that's what's happening. All right, welcome back, everybody. It's Favaz. We'll get back to LZ A to Z here in just a little bit, but Hulk Hogan is here, man. Rock star. Uh, and not only in his world, but just you're just a rock star in general, don't you? Brother, I had my day, man. You know, and better, <laughs> better days are coming. Everything's cool, man. You're still looking good. I want to describe Hulk right now. He's got a uh, like a gray T-shirt on. He's still got the pythons pumped. He's uh, got a do rag on that looks very fine. He's got the Fu Manchu rocking. Looks Pony like tail. Hulk Hogan, man. Looks Pony like Hulk Hogan. going on, brother. <laughs> Once again, the uh, 2000, the uh, TNA Lockdown 2010 pay per view. 2010. The- there you go. 2010. 2010. Ten years ago. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Family Arena in St. Charles. Tickets on sale tomorrow morning at 10. So it was great that you just brought up wrestling at the chase and stuff because, you know, uh, I'm 45 years old. When I was a kid, that's what I watched. Harley Race and, and all those guys, man. And and so I would just, you know, back, I think you made your debut right around 1977, something like yes, that. Yes, sir. What, so what, what, what do you remember most about those, those uh, chase days? Well, Harley Race said, kid. <laughs> I'm going to kick you so hard, I'm going to leave lace prints on you, so you better treat me the same way. So when I got him down, I kicked the hell out of him. <laughs> he stood right up and punched me right in the nose and gave me two black eyes. <laughs> That's what I remember about Harley, Harley Race, Race, but I had some great memories. There. I was really, you know, when you first get started in the business, even though I kind of like was, you know, bigger than most of the wrestlers back in the 70s, and I had a, uh, I pushed pretty hard to get in those main event matches with Andre the Giants. When I came to... St. Louis, there was just something about being at the Keel Auditorium. Place was crazy, Chase, dude. Man. Even even being one of the top guys, you were nervous because the greatest wrestlers in the world would converge on this city and wrestle. So there was something magic about being here, you know. Yeah. Pat O'Connor, I don't know. If yeah, you yeah, Pat O'Connor. That, O'Connor. Yeah. Um, yeah. So then yeah. you know, so I th- Von Roschke was always one of my favorites. <laughs> That's right. His his, his um, move was the Iron Claw. The Iron Claw. Yeah. Yeah. My first wrestling event was at uh, the Old Keel Auditorium. And back in the day, weren't you the only guy that could body slam Andre the Giant? Yeah. yeah. I, uh... <laughs> and Andre the Giant was at that thing I saw. This didn't happen. But Jimmy Superfly Snooker was there. I took pictures. But but he, the legend has it that yeah. the Hulkster was the only one that could body slam Andre. Uh, was one of the only guys that ever got him up. Yeah. And uh, How much did that boy weigh? Well, you know, people always said the 500-pound Andre the Giant, but at WrestleMania three, you know, that was the largest indoor attendance, 94,000 people. We were at the uh, airport in Detroit, and we got him on the cargo scale. He weighed 698 <laughs> the day wow. before WrestleMania, so he no. was he was way up there. I don't know why they always said the 500-pound Andre the Giant. He was never saw 500 pounds. He was always a lot. <laughs> he was bigger. 500 when he was 15. Yeah. Funny, funny, funny memory about uh, the Keel Auditorium when I wrestled Andre in a tag match. It was me and Rocky Johnson, The Rock's dad, or Tony. Or oh, that's The Rock's dad. Wow. I didn't know that. Yeah, learning something. Somebody, we were in a tag match against Andre and somebody, and I remember I didn't have a Hulkamania shirt. And I just had that gimmick going wide open where I'd rip the shirt. Right. So, I, so I told the agent or whoever was running the show, I don't care what you got to do. Get a Hulkamania shirt off a fan. Buy it. Say you can meet Hulk Hogan later. Take pictures, whatever. And all of a sudden, this agent came back with a Hulk Hogan sweatshirt, right? I'm going, okay, great. So I felt it. I went, I don't know about this. So I took the scissors and I gimmicked it, you know, in the the collar because I knew I had to rip it. I didn't know if I could get the sweatshirt. So I hooked up in the ring and I was going, and right when I was pulling the sweatshirt, my arms ran out of length. And I couldn't couldn't because it was like stretchy. I couldn't rip it all the way. And right when I got it almost all the way out, I couldn't rip it off. Here came Andre and I think John Studden, they attacked us. And so I had this sweatshirt tied around my ankles, you know, like somebody had rope. And I was tripping and falling for about the first three minutes of the match. But 
that was one of my first memories of Andre and the Keel. He was hur, 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 laughing as he was <laughs> slapping me around the ring. I couldn't get untied from the sweat sweatshirt, but we had some good times. He, he talked like a giant too. I, I think he that did. was just natural. Mm. I don't think he was faking yeah. it, was it? Yeah. I also I can hear Tony Boozy Cruz in the background. Oh, he was our marketing director, so he was in there too. There were a lot of people in that studio. Yeah. And yeah. another name that uh, I, I I used to follow back in that it was Jimmy Superfly Snooker. Brother, man, he yeah. was something else. Is he around? Is he still alive? Yeah, yeah, he's around, man. He's uh, he's uh, the superfly still around. He survived a lot of craziness, but he's still with us. Really? I think he just recently died. You're gonna make me look it up. Yeah, look it up. All I right, think he did. Jimmy right. Superfly. Wow. So, and then uh, you know your life. You've been on reality TV. How was that whole experience for you? That was man? cool, man. It was. Uh, it seemed like the logical progression of where I should go to try, try to save my marriage, which didn't work. And it was fun for the kids, you know. And, and we did a one-hour special when my daughter, Brooke, was trying to do music. And VH1 approached me and said, oh, we want to do a one-hour special. They had a series of shows called Inside Outs with VH1. So we did one called Hulk Hogan's Stage Dad. And it was a, the highest-rated hour. So they came back right away. Do you want to do more programming? So I sat my family down and said, guys, you know, they're approaching us about doing a reality show. This is the downside. Cameras in the face. Everywhere you go, people are going to kind of like come up to you and you'll have no private time. Does anybody want to do it? Everybody at the table <laughs> raised their hand. And I was hoping to, to do it because my marriage was already unraveled. Yeah. And it was pretty mm-hmm. much a shambles. And I was thinking that maybe if I got Linda on TV and she could become the star and she could take that number one position, maybe I could gracefully fix things. But nah. It didn't work. It didn't work. <laughs> Who was he married to? I don't know. Yeah. Superfly Snooker, by the way, is dead. <clears throat> he died three years ago. I thought so. Over three years ago. Yeah. I, I don't remember who Hulk was married yeah. to. It'll pull up his spouses if you look him up. <laughs> Made it worse. <laughs> Made it worse, yeah. yeah. The show, she became a star and then just got worse then, basically. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's a train wreck. Happened? Anyway, yeah, yeah it, was, uh, it, was, it was awesome. <laughs> so besides uh, the TNA, what else are you involved with? Well, I'm doing a bunch of other stuff, man. I'm actually doing a special with A&E about me. Right on. And Is there a biography? Well, it's kind of like what's happening now. I wrote a book, and I bottomed out, you know, mm-hmm. and I had a, a I had a couple a couple of rough years, but I had three days that, that happened in my life where I really hit rock bottom. And it's kind of like where the book leaves, mm-hmm. and it's about me making the decision, like we were talking during the break, of turning everything into a crime scene or taking the high road. Right. And so I started praying to be happy several years before my marriage, and all of a sudden I snapped out of it. I got sick and tired of being sick and tired, and I became aware. Okay. The spirit of Christ in me, you know, yeah. and that that oh. I don't need anything. Wow, I never uh. heard that about him. That he he turned. I think uh, that might have been. The, I, I forgot about it. Yeah. <clears throat> so he was married to a woman named Linda, and she filed for divorce in 2007 because he cheated on her. And after a long legal legal battle, they finally divorced in 2009. He has since remarried. That's who he's talking about. Then that Linda. Th- he has since remarried. He, he left out the the cheating part though, didn't yeah. he? <laughs> He's with Jennifer McDaniel, and they live in Clearwater. And uh, this is from a couple of years ago. You know how much Hulk Hogan is worth? Oh, so like that. Oh, maybe that 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 might be a good. Uh... Oh yeah, save that. All right, I'll save, save that. that for our radio show. Uh, okay. All right. All right. Need. I've got everything inside me. I just need to bring it out. And and the, this grateful thing, you know, it's like a vibration when you're happy, peaceful, joyful, and your intentions are honest and happy. I mean, and so all of a sudden I decided to take that high road, and that's what this special is all about. It's kind of like, right they don't even have a name for it. It's kind of like the resurrection of Hulk Hogan, of, of how did Whoa, I... Oh, sacrilegious there. Better watch it. Yeah. I go through all this crazy stuff and survive and start over and everything is better than it ever was and that's what this whole special better than it ever was talking heads
questions about is how did I switch gears and especially now with John, people not they say same as it ever was oh same as it ever was <laughs> having jobs and losing their homes and the economy and Obama, you know, not stepping up like we thought he would, you know, <clears throat> boy, was that a shot. Anyway, you know, it was kind of like, it was kind of like. You can it, go down to our talk station down there. Brother, don't like get that. me started. But anyway, it's kind of like why I chose to, to move forward and life is great, man. And that's what this whole thing's about. And when's that going to be on TV? I don't know yet. We're, we're heading out to LA uh, Saturday to do some filming, you know, with my son. And my son Nick, and at the church, we and the wife I cheated on. Go to out there, so <laughs> it's, it's pretty cool. Hulk, it's been a pleasure, man. Having brother, brother, great to be here. This is great to be here. All house, these years, man. I'm gonna start talking to you like right, stop it on the radio. No, don't, hey, Please brother, don't. man. This is great this to is have your you. House. What about Jimmy Hart, man? The mouth. Jimmy and Jimmy too, man. The mouth. Oh, the mouth. Mouth. The mouth of the <laughs> South, John. He sounds like a little mouse. Eh? Okay, let's hear him. So, uh, thrilled to see you walk in the door, too. You know what? I didn't even bring my there he is. megaphone on this tour. Next time, I promise you I will. But uh, Well, that's really good. Thank you. You know, a couple of great things. Huck, on Spike TV, on the 8th, right? March the 8th, something very special. Can I let the cat out of the bag just Go a little bit? Go ahead. Tell him, brother. Go ahead. Tell him, brother. Can you believe the Hulkster's getting back in the ring where he always should yeah, be? Yeah, right and, on. Uh, teaming up with the, one of the superstars from uh, TNA, Abyss, taking on Ric Flair, the nature boy. And the ringworm, Jimmy Snuka. <laughs> Woo! AJ Styles. It's going to be an unbelievable night. That would kind of scare Flair, me, brother. You great. know, Ric Flair, you know, and, and he still is having his day. He's, he's definitely tearing TNA up. But I remember... When I came to St. Louis, Flair was always holding court. Yes, I remember when I was a kid, Ric Flair. Ric Flair was just a regular uh, wrestler. Really? He hadn't worked up his image or anything like that before. Now, the woo stuff and all that. He was just Ric Flair. And he was... His technique was was tremendous. That's what the announcers always talked about, how smooth he was in the ring. He, and he, then all of a sudden, I heard he came, like, became a... Actually became the nature a, boy. And became a bad guy for a while, didn't he, or no? I, I don't know. Oh, anyway. All, I, he worked out at the gym that I used to work out in in North County. I think he was in town for wrestling events, so he was like, hey, I need to work out. So I was oh. lifting weights, and next to me was Ric Flair. And I was like, holy shit. Yeah. Couldn't believe it. Oh, this was when he was a superstar before yeah, oh, he became. This was, way, this was when he was a superstar. Oh. I mean, I was probably in my early 20s. Yeah. Yeah. In the dressing room, all the great wrestlers would be around Ric Flair, and he was talking smack. In the arena, all you heard were 20,000 people going, woo, doing the Ric Flair. And then at the Marriott, brother, talk about holding court. Every time I saw Ric Flair, he had a group of uh, good-looking people around him, let me put it that way. And he was always holding court. And then he'd hold court up in the – I can't tell you that. But uh, he was – he was, he was all. Ric's always been one of the great ones. So I'm yeah. looking forward to climbing in the ring. And it's like I said, it's uh, – the first night we go live head to head against the WWE, and uh, we're making history again. So it's it's a great time for all of us. Right on. And and how does Jimmy keep his hair so dark after all these years, brother? You know, <laughs> he went over to Iraq. You know, and I got the scoop. I didn't get to go, but Jimmy's son is in the Rangers. No, he's an 82nd Airborne. 82nd Airborne. Oh. So Jimmy loves going over to Iraq, and his son keeps going over there. And uh, uh, nobody's answering the question here. Yeah, well, maybe he'll get to it. I got the scoop on Jimmy. As everybody was wearing the vest and the padding and the helmets jimmy was holding his helmet up over his pompadour <laughs> and, I, and all the girl wrestlers on the tour the main thing every morning jimmy hart with his hair dry where's the plug where's the plug baby i need a plug so i think where's the what i don't know it's a maintenance thing with jimmy and that hair 
Hey, it's like the hoster. He's got the stash. That's right. what you know him back. I've got the old pompadour up here. Oh, but, the pompadour. Uh, you know, oh, oh, the pompadour hairstyle. The pompadour, yes. It's on a, and hoster, i just got to say, I'm so excited because he's doing what he does best and what the people love more than anything. Hulkamania needs to be around forever. He's got another 50 or 60 years. And, and if Hulk- I don't kiss your ass, I won't get paid, so i got to keep doing this. <laughs> Hopefully Jimmy Hart can tag along behind him, baby. Man, I brother. agree, Jimmy. I'm, I'm glad you're getting back in the ring, too. Thank Hulk, you, brother. Man. Well, it's, it's kind of a dumb decision. But I kind of get roped into it. You know, I was directing traffic and, you know, sticking my nose in the storylines and walking down the ramp and getting involved in front of the fans, and they just called me out. So once once you get knocked down and they're kicking the crap out of you in the middle of the ring, uh, the fans want to see you get up. So it's going to be fun, and uh, hopefully this will be the last time I have to lace the boots up, but it's going to be a great night. So. And that's going to be March 8th March on Spike 8th, TV. The, yeah, that's when we go live on Mondays. We're on tonight, brother, on Spike, yeah. so go home and watch it. At 9 o'clock, and then next Thursday we're on, but that's our last Thursday. Then we go to Mondays, Mondays. March 8th. But we're here to tell you about the April the 18th. Right. Lockdown. At the Family yeah. Arena. Man, I'm worn out from all this promotion, brother. Every match is a I need, match. I need a beer and a girl. Oh, did I say that? Oh, brother. Hold on. Oh, he never cheated on his what wife, G- though. Hey. Jesus Christ, think about that. Holy cow. <laughs> no hey, we got, but yeah, we've got a girl. Amber's right here. Amber Mania. That's all right, Amber Mania. Oh, yeah. Amber. Amber was there. That's right. Tickets on sale tomorrow morning at and 10 got, o'clock. And you need to grow the stash in or shave the rest of the hair off I your had face. It. I, yeah. For the <laughs> no, you're right. <laughs> I tagging you. You're here. Go on. I should have done it for you today. I don't know. But tomorrow's the day. Yeah, but I'm going to be in here. You're going to be down at Mike Shannon's tomorrow at 2 o'clock. So. They get good food there, don't they? They do. They have really, really good food. Man, am I going to suck? Am I going to suck up to the owner? <laughs> Hulk Hogan, thanks for being here today. Thank you, brother. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. A pleasure meeting you and continued success. Thank you, brother. All right. Back to LZ A to Z. It's KC95. All right. All right. There you go. Good interview. Yeah, Hulkamania's running wild. You mad? Woo! Good interview, brother. Sorry. All right. Nicely done, brother. <laughs> well, there you go. Uh, episode 105 of the Casey Tapes. The, the the Hulkster himself. That was a good interview. It was fun. I, I like the Hulk. Yeah. He's, he's a good guy. Yeah, you right. can tell he is a yeah. good guy. Yeah. All right. That's, uh, as I said, 105 of Casey Tapes. You can follow me on Twitter at STLU Man. On Instagram, I'm Johnny Hewlett. Favaz here. See ya. Bye. AMF. The Casey Tapes with you, man, and Favaz. For more on the history of Casey, go to Casey95.com or the Casey mobile app.